Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Exterior, Ethan's house, night. Ethan and Fugly pace on the porch. Francine's car rolls up. Ethan approaches. Where have you been? Selling cookies. It's one in the morning. Shh. Look at that little darling. In the car, Doug is out cold, sleeping like an angel. Ethan opens the door, pulls Doug onto his shoulder. You too reek. Interior classroom, day. Super. Day six. Small hands drop envelopes into a box labeled cookie money. Doug slumps on his desk, head on a stuffed grocery bag. Next to him, Rachel wrinkles her nose. You smell like my brother's room. You smell like your brother's butt. Anyone else? Doug rises, takes his grocery bag, trudges to the box. He pulls out two big Ziploc bags bursting with money. Ooh, from his classmates. Julia's eyes pop. Teamwork. He yawns, digs in his pocket, pulls out one more crumpled bill, crams it in the box. Interior auditorium, day. Crowded. The energy is electric. Teachers, students, all grades are present. Kindergarten through fifth. Principal Garcia addresses the school at the podium. All the money raised through Cookies for Caring benefits children in third world countries. I'm so proud to announce we've exceeded our goal by 50%. Everyone cheers and claps. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. I will announce the winning class and the recipient of the Cookies for Caring trophy. She motions to a huge golden trophy in the shape of a cookie. The kids squeal with excitement. Doug nods off. This has been the closest race I've seen in all my years at Fairview. Doug is now asleep in his seat beside Wyatt. The winning class, by a difference of only one dollar... Everyone holds their breath. Ashford, Jake, and the fifth graders look very confident. Second grade! Screams of joy from Doug's class. He wakes. On fifth graders. Shocked faces. Ashford fumes. <clears throat> Classmates jump up and surround Doug, their hero. Wyatt high-fives him. Doug smiles for the first time since coming to school. Julia grins. He needed this. Principal Garcia hands the big golden cookie trophy to Julia. She raises it high, cheering, applauds. Exterior, school pickup area, day. Doug is once again the last kid left. Screw this. He walks off. Exterior, neighborhood park, day. Doug walks past the park. He spots the Mr. Chili truck. He runs toward the truck. Doug halts. Across the park, Ashford and Jake harass Wyatt. Think you're so cool because of a stupid cookie contest. Leave me alone! Doug looks toward the Mr. Chili truck. 
then back to Wyatt, torn between his need to talk to Carl and his undeveloped sense of right. Pizzy Pants gonna cry. Diaper wet? Ashford grabs Wyatt's soda. Jake pins Wyatt's arms behind his back. Ah! Ashford dumps the soda all over Wyatt's head. Ha ha, Pizzy Pants peed on his head. That doesn't even make sense. How's he gonna pee on his own head, Asphart? The older boys turn to see Doug. Pubaka's gonna rescue his girlfriend. Jake, your head's so far up Asphart's ass. You can tell what he had for dinner last night. Seriously, it's okay to just tell him you love him. You don't have to do some weird sadistic bonding shit with Wyatt when what you really want is for Asphart to hold you. The boys gape confused, trying to comprehend Doug's words. <laughs> they look at each other and pounce on Doug. <laughs> Brawl! They dump him headfirst in a trash can and run. Muffled profanities from inside the trash can. Wyatt pushes it over. Doug crawls out. The boys sit silent, soaked, filthy. I'm used to them pigging on me. You didn't have to do that. Sure I did. Those guys are dicks. Yeah, they're dicks. Carl watches from afar, nods impressed, returns to his truck. Side by side, Doug and Wyatt leave the park. Doug mock punches Wyatt's arm. Wyatt does it back to Doug. Beat. What's a dick? <laughs> yeah, one more time. Give me a little oh, bit I'll of a... explain to you. <laughs> Interior classroom, day. Super. Day seven. Julia reads the last page of Charlotte's web to the class. Wilbur never forgot Charlotte. Though he loved her children and grandchildren dearly, none of the new spiders ever quite took her place in his heart. She was in a class by herself. It's not often that someone comes along who is a true friend and a good writer. Charlotte was both. The end. The kids clap and cheer. Some are a little weepy, including Doug. But Doug doesn't like feeling weepy. That ending blows. The baby spider just bailed and left Wilbur all alone? I hope Templeton eats him. That rat's the man. A mixture of shock and giggles from the kids. Doug, that was inappropriate. Please move your pen to red. Doug slogs to the behavior chart, moves his clothespin. Doug's POV. Everyone's pins are on green. Doug's pin is the sole inhabitant of the red zone. Like always, Doug glowers. Are there any questions? What's the point of this thing? Motions to the behavior chart. I meant about Charlotte's web, but that's okay. Who would like to answer Doug's question? Several hands go up. Julia calls on some classmates. So we behave ourselves. It tells us if we're doing good, and if we're not, we try to be better. It doesn't do jack. Good kids stay on green. Bad kids stay on yellow and red. Same old, same old. It's supposed to motivate you. It's a reminder we suck. Gasps from the class. Makes us feel like crap. Bigger gasp. <gasps> Julia remains calm. Doug, please, you need to... <sighs> Welcome to Loserville. Population, one. 
points to his pin on red. A spark ignites. He combusts. When it's in your face all the time that you can't do anything right, it's like, whatever, screw it, why try? Everyone's already made up their minds about you, no matter what you do, so you keep on doing bad things. It's an endless cycle. Doug points to the butterfly life cycle poster, makes a circular... Circular motion. Makes a circular motion. I got it. <clears throat> Makes a circular motion with his finger. Julia is shell shocked. She gulps from her water bottle. Just saying. Time for recess. Kids scramble out the door. A flustered Julia watches Doug through the window. Later, kids work in pairs. Wyatt quizzes Doug on spelling words. Okay, next word, butter. Butter. But E R. <laughs> the boys snicker. Okay, everyone, time to pack up. Yippee! Doug, can I talk to you for a sec? Students pack up to go home. Doug plods over to Julia's desk. I know, inappropriate. It's just easier to remember, but plus E R. It's what you said about the behavior chart. I was just trying to... I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. You're welcome? Are you sure you're eight? Age is just a number. <laughs> he leans all cool on her desk. Julia laughs. Shoes him out. I like a story that will take me to extremes. And nothing says extreme quite like The Last City, a new Wondery podcast available now. Set in 2072... The city of Pura is a geo-engineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image, which, given its promise of being a miraculous green haven in a climate-ravaged world, shouldn't be too hard to sell. But things are not always as perfect and shiny as we'd like to believe. When she stumbles upon a dark secret that could lead to the downfall of Pura's existence if revealed, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Interior classroom, day. Super. Day eight. Kids enter. Commotion, surprise, chatter. Doug checks out the source. The behavior chart is gone. Settle down. We're trying something new. I put the behavior chart away. Mixed reactions. Shock, frustration, relief, joy. We don't have to be good anymore? Of course you do. Just follow the rules and treat others how you want to be treated. Let's give it a try. Nods and murmurs of agreement. I'll remind you if you need to get back on track. She winks at Doug. He stands up a little straighter. Later, math time. Julia notices Doug concentrating. His pencil moves across his paper. He's doing his work. I see you're working, Doug. Great job. Before Doug can react, she takes his paper. Her eyes go big. Doug, what is this? Um, it's... Uh... Interesting. 
self-expression? Yep, just expressing myself. She walks away with his paper. Doug groans. Wyatt pops up beside him. Can I express myself? Interior, Charles Schwab offices, day. Sea of cubicles. Ethan sits in his, listens to voicemail. Hi, this is Miss Jones. I have some concerns about Doug. I hoped we could meet after school today. Interior classroom, day. Ethan takes a seat across from Julia. Thanks for coming on such short notice. I know I haven't been around much. Work is really hectic. Doug mentioned that. It's great what you're doing for him, but it must be hard on both of you. We're getting by, adjusting. Ethan's POV. Through the window, behind Julia, Doug pokes around in the learning garden. Doug's an interesting child. He's different. A little rough around the edges? (laughs) Inappropriate, impulsive. We're working on that. But his drawings... Ethan gulps. He knows Doug's drawings all too well. Julia holds up Doug's paper. Ethan's eyes pop. Among Doug's typical axe-wielding barbarians and Amazons with heaving bosoms, there's something new. Swirling plant life, insectoid images of larvae, pupa, a butterfly with gossamer wings emerges from a chrysalis. Beautiful. And not what Ethan expected. Doug's gifted. You mean special? Gifted. Artistically and intellectually. Intellectually? He has remarkable analytical skills. Makes keen observations for a child his age. Frankly, there are times I feel I'm talking to a peer. He's an old soul. (laughs) He's bright, creative, a leader. Doug? He needs to believe in himself. Needs encouragement. A cheerleader in his corner. I just need your authorization for gifted testing. She hands Ethan a form and pen. Ethan's POV. Doug has a hose with a big nozzle between his legs. He wiggles it like a huge penis and pees on the plants. This could open up opportunities for Doug. He deserves this chance. Interior, Ethan's car, moving. Day. Ethan drives. Doug fidgets, nervous. Was it my drawings? Ethan shakes his head. Would you just tell what she said already? She thinks you're gifted. She said I'm special? That's what I thought, but she said gifted. Like super smart? Remarkable analytical skills. Fuck yeah! (laughs) You're a talented artist and a leader, among other things. She thinks I'm a a son of a bitch! She didn't say that. (laughs) Julia is Charlotte. Ethan still doesn't get it. Duh. The spider from Charlotte's Web? Read a book once in a while. Neanderthal. If she's Charlotte, then you're Wilbur, some pig. Terrific. Radiant, humble. (laughs) Ethan laughs at humble. Doug bounces in his seat, rolls down the window, yells. I'm gifted! Woohoo! (laughs) (laughs) He fist pumps a passing trucker. Trucker toots his horn. Gifted! I'm Tiger! Woohoo! Considering you're actually 30. It's the Eye of Tiger! It's the thrill of the fight rising up 
do the challenge of our raffle. Ethan drops it. He's never seen Doug this happy. And the last no survivor stalks his prey in the night. And he's watching us all with the eyes of the tiger. <laughs> Interior Ethan's house, day. Survivor's eye of the tiger continues. A series of shots. Doug's new attitude. Doug rounds up trash in his room. Vacuums. He sorts through his dirty clothes. Loads the washer. He tosses his hustlers in a trash can. Takes a couple out. Ethan and Fugly watch with disbelief. Later, Ethan works on his laptop on the couch. Doug walks up, dish towel on shoulder, hard seltzer in hand. Offers it to Ethan. Thank you. That was thoughtful. Ethan smiles, takes a sip. Doug returns to the kitchen. I'm making dinner. Pasta. We should invite Francine. <coughs> Ethan chokes on his seltzer. An hour later, Francine enters with a baguette and wine. Nice sweater. Blue's good on you. This will make a great bouchetta. Doug takes the baguette and wine. Francine narrows her eyes. Glances at Ethan. He shrugs. You're not Doug. You're an alien. You killed him and you took his place. Doug pulls her chair out. She sits. Fine by me. You like pasta al dente, right? She nods. Doug darts to the kitchen. Ethan smiles, amused. What meds is he on? Self-esteem. <laughs> Later, food and laughter. Ethan pours wine. Doug has sauce all over his face. Fugly sits on a chair beside Francine. She gives him a chunk of bread. <laughs> Seventh grade. <laughs> the used tampon. The worst Halloween costume ever. No one appreciates my creativity. <laughs> <laughs> Time lapse. Pasta and bread disappear. Wine glasses empty. Exterior. Front porch. Night. Ethan and Doug watch Francine drive off. Doug waves Fugly's paw. Bye. That was really nice. Francie's not that bad. Fugly barks in agreement. Ethan smiles at the boy and dog. Interior. Doug's room. Night. Bedtime. Doug and Fugly settle onto the mattress. Gonna be up for a while. Good night. Night. Ethan turns off the light. Ethan. Yeah. I- I'm sorry. Click. Light goes back on. You heard me. I know. In 22 years, I've never said I'm sorry for anything. I. I want to apologize for being such a pain in the ass. I'm sorry for this whole situation. Apology accepted. Go to bed, gifted child. He turns off the light. And thank you. Click. Light goes back on. Okay, overload. Did 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 you say? You mind? I'm having a moment. Ethan sits beside him. Fugly crawls onto Ethan's lap. I I want to say thank you for everything. For taking care of me, way before the do-over, you let me and Fugly live here for free. You bought 
all this kid stuff, and you have to act like a dad, and... You're welcome. Fugly licks Ethan's face. You too, Fugly. They laugh. <laughs> Beat. We're not gonna hug now, Arby. Nah. He wraps Doug in a bear hug. <laughs> Exterior, Fairview Elementary, day. Super, day nine. Kids run over and say hi to Doug. He picks up trash on his way to class. Pep in his step. A series of shots. Doug's awesome day at school. Doug pays attention and participates. He actually does his math and enjoys it. Group project. Doug cooperates. Rehearsal goes great. Doug high-fives Wyatt. He got a sticker on his chart. I have a tiger! Love it. I have a tiger. I'll, I'll give you that cue. Do you want us to sing it or? It's like, I have a tiger. Okay. Okay. No, it's the no copyright. <laughs> oh, it's already copyrighted from the thing that I did before. Doug high-fives Wyatt. He got a sticker on his chart. Eye of the tiger! Exterior, school pickup area, day. Doug waits. Rachel waves from a passing car. Doug, bye. See you tomorrow. Cool. Bye, Rachel. Interior, Francine's car, day. Francine is in a good mood. Pulls out a package to Doug. What's this? Open it. She rubs her hands, excited. Doug tears off the paper. Unpackage. It's a vintage alien action figure with extendable jaws. No way! How'd you- One of my clients is a collector. He was gonna sell it on eBay. Only 500 were made! It's awesome! He shocks Francine with a hug. (laughs) It'll never replace the one I broke. I, I was jealous. Ethan was always the golden boy. Mom and Dad's favorite. Got straight A's, teacher's pet. Had a cool best friend. Doug blinks. Cool best friend? Me? Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. So you terrorized both of us? Mm, made sense to a stupid kid. You're not stupid. I never thought that. She gives him a girl, please look. Sure, I said it every day. But my point is, you're not stupid. Don't say that about yourself. Ugly? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because of my nasty ass job of the hot flesh eating butt face disease? Where'd you get such vile ideas? They share a laugh.
Exterior, Ethan's house, day. On the porch steps, Doug admires the alien action figure still on the box. Fugly sniffs it, wags his tail. A butterfly lands on Doug's arm. He grins. It flits away to rest on a flower in the yard. Doug's POV. Blue sky, flowers bloom, birds sing. Know what, Fug? This might not be so bad after all. Chimes in the distance. Doug jumps up. Stay, boy. Fugly whimpers, sits. Doug dashes full speed down the block. On butterfly, serene. A bird swoops in and eats it. Next street over. Kids line up at the Mr. Chili truck. Doug runs to the end of the line. No shoving or pushing. Doug, I'm impressed, young man. You're turning yourself around. The last kid leaves. Carl hops out of the truck. Right? I'm totally killing this don't be a douchebag thing. Keep this up and by the end of the day tomorrow, you'll be shaving again. (laughs) Do over officially over. Yeah, about that. And I hang up the uniform. I know El Nino may have seemed harsh, but you needed a kick in the pants. Knew you could do it. Yay. Yay. Uh, Carl? I've been thinking. Thinking's a good habit. I'm okay like this. Staying kid? Not changing back to a grown-up? But, but all your humming and hawing? Grown-up me's got nothing. No job, no future. I'm a loser. This is my second chance to get it right. Be the person I could have been. Carl squints at Doug. The boy's face is serious. I'm doing well in school. Kids like me. My teacher thinks I'm a genius. Carl's bushy brows arch. And Ethan's awesome at being a dad. Better than mine ever was. Before he bailed. Doug looks down. His words hang in the air. It's nice having someone who's a best friend, but also like a dad. Doug, son, I'm afraid there's been a misunderstanding. Carl sighs heavy. When I said you'd stay a child till you learn some lessons, I meant... I wouldn't go back to being 30 again. Got it. That I'd have to grow up all over again. I'm telling you, I'm cool with it. I meant you'd stay a child forever. You will always be eight years old. Won't grow or mature. No puberty. Small forever? His hand unconsciously goes to his crotch. Are you fucking joking? Language. Son, just get through tomorrow. No hiccups. And move on with the lessons you learned. As an adult. Sorry, that's how it works. Carl puts a hand on Doug's shoulder. Doug shrugs him off. This is so not fair, Carl! He tears off down the block. Carl sits on the bumper, tired. Sometime life isn't. To be continued. Hey, Bowie, can you give me one more? This is so not fair, Carl. You really kind of give it up as you walk away. You're just like, done. This is so not fair, Carl! Thank you. Good job, everybody. Excellent. Part two. Great job. Thank you. Awesome.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.